Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So give me the countdown, okay. Alex. And we can begin in five, four, three, two, one. Fragments of silicon, because some decisions are best made right at the moment. <laughs> to another installment of Fragments of Silicon. Uh, if you're watching the live version, sorry we're a bit late. Um, we've been dealing with some technical problems, but not the usual technical problems we usually deal with. That is to say, um, we, that is to say, Pettyfan was having some problems with the actual game. More specifically break. with the game and streaming at the same time. Yeah. Like, um, because the game we have here is actually pretty graphically intensive and, you know, trying to do that and streaming and, you know, at the same time, it takes a lot of processing power. So, you know, it's literally been like delayed. Like we almost had to nix the segment because, you know, everything was taking too long. But, uh, you know, we, we've got it running um, well enough, I think. Um, yeah. So, uh, with that in mind, um, you know, introducing the regular crew here, uh, Ogre. Uh, 96. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Galix. Hello. Twilight. Hello. <laughs> and, of course, Petty Fan. Everything is burning. I mean, wait, what? Right, um, Pettyfan, why don't we start with you, so in case you need to do further tweaking, you can do that while everyone else is giving their news disseminations for the week. Um, well, let's see. My sister and mom are going to Nashville for most of next week. They're just kind of like going on a trip, and I didn't want to go with them, so... Eh. So okay. I basically get the upstairs of the house all to myself... So, I can listen to whatever music I want and not get yelled at. Like, have, have you gotten your bed uh, situation fixed yet, or nope. are you still on the couch? Still on the couch. Like, how long have you been on the couch? Uh, a while. Yeah, I know. Because it's like, the thing my dad wants to do with my bed, I'm not too sure of, because it involves putting, um grilling through the frame of my bed and it's not solid. It's basically a like a rectangular shape of steel that's mm. hollow on the inside. So 
there are concerns of, you know, me being on there and ripping the frame of my bed. Which is usually bad. Yeah, especially because getting another bed even closer to the around this would be nearly a grand. Also extremely labor-intensive to pull this damn thing apart and build another bed. I, hmm. Doesn't sound like there's any good solution here. Um, not really. Like, I mean, unless we somehow learn to take up welding and actually weld these damn slats in correctly. I hear that can be entertaining. Especially on carpet. <laughs> we'll get a real show. Yes. Like, uh, I hope you have insurance. <laughs> we do, but we're probably not going to do that. I mean... Obviously. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like... I, I'd assume that, you know, basic common sense would prevail here. Rather <laughs> yeah. than, you know, you know, the episode to a bad sitcom. <laughs> The worst Simpsons open ever. Um, anyway. Aside from that, we learned that we're, we might actually be getting um, new smartphones when my um, sister and mother get back. That's going to be fun. Hmm. Hooray for leasing not really requiring... You know, you just need to give your phone back when you're done. Yay. Um... Aside from that, not a whole lot. Like, just okay. been playing 14. Been trying to play Project Project Cars 2, but... <laughs> it does not like my computer. Right then. Um, Galix, you're next. I'll try to keep this brief so that we can get our ghost guest going. Um... I have played Project Cars 2 enough to uh, get it set up, but not much of the actual playing thing, and uh, hopefully I'll get to play some Trulon later tonight. Uh, I can't do Project Cars 2 while we're doing other stuff, probably. Um, outside of stuff for the show, I finished um, Samus Returns uh, on normal mode with 100%, but uh, with like 17 hours, which is way more than you need to get any kind of good endings. So I'm thinking about starting that over and trying to go faster, but I also started a game in fusion mode, which is very hard. Um, because even the basic enemies take off like two-thirds of a health tank, so... Yep. Um, really gets you to uh, focus on the melee counter thing. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway. But yeah, I haven't had as much time for games as I would have liked this week, so... Uh, that's all I really have. The weather's getting a little bit more seasonable, which is nice. Uh, I guess I'll pass after that. Alright. Uh, Ogre? Ah, uh, let's see. Not much personal-wise. So, you know, all quiet on the western front there. Uh, <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have referenced that. Uh, let's see. Let's play wise. We're doing Metal Slug currently, but we finished that up and we're moving on to our quote unquote Halloween game of the year. So question about Metal Slug. Is this like the last one you're doing or are you moving to the like non Neo Geo Metal Slugs? 
I think we might do six and seven. Uh, what what one's on the DS? Is that seven? That's seven. Yeah, I don't know if we're gonna do seven. I think six is probably it for us. Hmm. Like I know Naka doesn't really like seven. Now, he's expressly said not seven. I, to just so. be fair, does anyone like seven? I'm like, I guess not. I heard six wasn't exactly well liked either, but I could be wrong on that one. I never, I never played six. I think I have Metal Slug Seven, but I never played it. Like, Other than that, so yeah. Uh, getting to something a little substantial for Halloween should be fun. Should be fun. Yeah, I'm like, uh, Final Fantasy 14's come along quite nicely, considering that last night I got both the weapon upgrade and body piece upgrade from the third run, mm -hmm. which means that next week, if all goes just as well, I'll be the first one in our group, I think, to hit three the the item level cap until 4.2 in three months. <laughs> so I'll literally be running everything without with going, don't need it, 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 definitely don't need it. <laughs> Which right. is kind of fun and exciting. I've never actually managed to be at cap before that stuff, but hey, sometimes things works out nicely for you. Uh... Other than that, not really a whole lot going on around here, so. Okay. Um, Twilight? Hmm. Well, our, um, work has introduced a new online service for people, um... Okay. <laughs> Unexpected phone call. <laughs> not the first time that's happened on the show. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, um, yeah, for people with, with like children, mothers, yeah, the, to help um, basically get um, our products together so they can don't have to shop and store. Anyway, and um, I was hoping to have my mother with um, some homemaker projects. And uh, besides that, I've been practicing. Project Cars 2 and plan to play some Trulon later this week. That'll be it for me. Alright, I guess it's my go. Uh, let's see. Uh, the weather's actually getting nice uh, around here. Like, It's not quite um, the crisp fall weather that I've been waiting for for a while, but it's definitely getting, you know, less hot. Florida is good. Like, it's like um, lower 80s into the 70s at night, like as opposed to you know the the regular 90, 95 to 95 range, which it is for like most of the year. Uh, let's see outside of that. Yes, my project cars to report. I have actually played the game. Not a whole lot. Uh, testing things out, and it's also, um, well, we'll get into this in a bit, but th this, this being a simulation game, it, um, it takes a lot. Um, there's a learning curve. <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, it's like, 
especially since there are different types of racing. Like the, the kart racing handles a lot differently than, um, say, Mario Kart. Like, <laughs> and it's kind of hard to get out of the mentality. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, I cannot be the only one who has been looking for, like, a shell or, or a star. Like, <laughs> or even beyond that, if you're good at Mario Kart, you're drifting excessively. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, you know, I have actually, uh, part of that is because I put significant time into Trulon, the other game we're reviewing this week. It's an RPG. It's not a big one from what I see, but, it, you know, it's it's still, com- you know, it's still the kind of genre that commands a bit of attention. So, but, you know, th- there's still time to, to endeavor on both. Anyway, I think that'll about do it for the news this week. And um, merrily, we shall roll along into the interview portion of the broadcast. And this week, we have Cyrus Wesson of Bandai Namco Entertainment. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. No problem. No problem. Now, uh, you're the third uh, Bandai Namco rep we've had on the program uh, so far. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, uh, we've had Dimitri on and we've had Steven on uh, previously. Awesome. Yeah, those are two great people on the team. Uh, I'm one of the social marketing specialists along with Dimitri for Bandai Namco. We split all the different titles, uh, and I'm on Project Cars, so it's a, it's a blast to be here. Indeed. Right, so before we get into uh, the game, we'd like to get the background on the people who um, talk about these things. And we'd like to start by um, endeavoring, how did you get interested in video games, both you know, as a hobby and professionally? Cool. Um, Yeah, I can talk about that. I've been playing video games since I was a little kid. I grew up with uh, three much older brothers than I uh, at the time, so they kind of put me onto a lot of different games and shows and anime uh, that my generation wasn't really privy to at the time. Uh, So when I came along, you know, I was playing the... Atari and the Super Nintendo and the Sega Saturn up to the Dreamcast. Uh, played everything from you know Virtual Lawn to Fantasy Star Online to that really old Dragon Ball game on the Sega Saturn. Uh, and then I just kept on playing video games from when I was a little kid up to now. Uh, something that was really big for me actually is my brother and I would sneak downstairs in the middle of the night when I was a little tiny kid uh, back in Connecticut and we would play video games up until five, six in the morning. And then I'd go to school, uh, third grade, fourth grade, and and not fall asleep in my class, but be pretty close to it. Uh, so ever since then, video games has had a pretty special place in my heart. Um, and it, it's, it's one of the best ways for me to kind of escape, uh, what I'm doing in life and, and just delve into a world, uh, that somebody's created for me. Well said, well said. And, um, uh, how did you get like involved in the industry, uh, and Bandai Namco? Yeah. Uh, I've always been a fan of Bandai Namco games, um, I used to play a lot of the Gundam games from, uh, you know, uh, Gundam versus Zeta Gundam to uh, all, all the different Gundam versus titles and all the Dragon Ball titles. Uh, so I've been a huge fan for a long, long time. 
Um, and uh, I used to work in the music industry, and then I came back here, started work, came back to Silicon Valley uh, to work at Facebook, and then ended up game testing at uh, Bandai Namco for a game called Little Nightmares. And uh, after I game tested, I dropped off my resume, and and sure enough, they called me. So it was it was kind of a stroke of luck. Uh, I've always wanted to be a part of the video game industry, but I I never thought that I'd be working for uh, uh, Bandai Namco, such a emblematic uh, company in in my in my head and from my past. So it's really exciting. It's exciting stuff. So it sounds like you started there recently. Yeah, uh, I've been there for about, I want to say, nine months, so almost a year, um, and uh, it's 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 been a whirlwind, and I do, you know, social marketing, so I'm on all the live streams, we manage the social channels, we're really the social arm of the company, if you will, we're able to, you know, Dimitri and I are on the same team, so obviously he's told you a little bit about it as well, but... We're really the people that get to interact with everybody that plays the different video games, right? Bandai Namco is such a huge, huge company, and uh, a lot of these people don't get to actually see where their work is paying off, but we get to actually converse with everybody who's playing those games. If you've got a problem, you email us. If you uh, just want to talk about the game, you email us, and you know, it's 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 a blast to just see how many fans there are and, and to be able to talk to them to answer questions and then obviously the conventions and the live streams as well uh you're really just there within the entire fandom uh so it's a it's a great time sounds like it and um so what games do you cover for van dynamco currently uh, so right now I cover Project Cars, obviously. That's why I'm here, uh, mm -hmm. other than the fact that I think you guys are pretty cool. And uh, I do a lot of the different anime titles. So um, anything from Gundam, Gundam Versus to uh, the different Naruto games, uh, Dot .hack as well. Um, let's see, what else? I do Sword Art Online. Um, there, there, there are a bunch that are that are there. So, uh, mainly a lot of the different anime titles. Dimitri and I kind of split them up, um, and and then I also do Project Cars as well. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, previous to like you and Dimitri joining the company, Stephen used to come on our program to talk about the anime titles. Yeah, shout out to Stephen. Stephen Akami <laughs> is actually at New York Comic Con right now. Hmm, I believe Dimitri is as well. Yeah, yeah, both of them are. Right. You know, and we'll obviously talk about some of the other franchises, um, you, Stuart, and, uh, yeah, later on. But um, we want to get to Project Cars 2. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, um, now, obviously, it is a sequel. Um, but, like, for the uninitiated, what is Project Cars? So uh, Project Cars for the Uninitiated is a racing simulator uh, video game. It is uh, the racing simulator that truly stays uh, as close to the heart as possible to racing in an actual car. Um, so it's definitely not for the faint of heart, but you're also able to, if you're just trying to jump into a racing simulator, uh, we allow you to do that and we allow you to, uh, 
get better. Project Cars allows you to, uh, uh, if, if you're trying to become a professional racer or if you want to see just how it really is when you jump inside a Ferrari and, and try to take it on an ice track, you can do all of that uh, in Project Cars 2. Project Cars 1 uh, was was a, a, a lot of fun for us as well. Uh, but Project Cars 2, we went back, well, SMS, uh, Slightly Mad Studios, shout out to them, the developers, uh, went back to all of the different mechanics and talked to different drivers, different uh, mechanics or auto technicians or uh, actual people in the car industry uh, in order to get the most authentic feel for these types of vehicles. Uh, so we actually have a Built by Drivers series, which you can find on our YouTube channel or on the Bandai Namco website, where we really delve into these different uh, drivers and engineers uh, that will be working on, you know, McLarens or Porsche or Corvette. Uh, and we, we interview them in order to find out, okay, why did you want to be a part of uh, the actual science behind Project Cars and making it feel so authentic? Um, so we've got we've got a ton of different videos, and I I hope that you guys go and check them out because it's it's truly something to see people like Nick Hamilton from Mercedes Benz or Patrick Long from Porsche or Chris Goodwin from McLaren uh, talk about just how close these vehicles really get to the real thing. And I assume that different vehicles feel different, so to speak. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, you could you can get into a, a Honda, and it's not going to feel the same as a McLaren. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, and you know, a, a McLaren 720s will not feel the same as another McLaren. That's how that's how deep and authentic this. Uh, this truly goes and there's there's a small secret there where sms actually got a bunch of uh different different data and statistics on uh different tire models and how these tire models uh uh of, of how these tire models interact with different terrains in order to show you just how authentic these cars really are uh and and try to delve into the the science of what it feels like uh to be in this car on a dirt road and to be in this car on an ice track um so it, it it's pretty pretty much as as close as you can get to the real thing uh especially if you have a wheel at home a wheel set up um but you can also play on the game pad and and have just as much fun indeed and uh on that note, uh, this game has uh, uh, it has both triple monitor support and um, VR support. Yeah, yes, it does. Yeah, we've actually been uh, at numerous conventions uh, where we've shown both of those, uh, bo both of those being supported by Project Cars, and and both of them are a totally different experience. Uh, it, it it really makes you feel as immersed in the game as as possible. Uh, which one do you prefer, the, the triple monitor or the uh, headgear? <laughs> uh, I I get a bit motion sickness um, from from the VR supported headgear. Um, so I I think for me, if if it was between that, it would be the uh, triple monitor. I also like uh, just being being at home and and playing on a wheel on one screen. I I really do enjoy that. Um, and then the gamepad as well. But uh, I've I've done the uh, VR 
a couple times and and it's it's really uh, uh, incredibly it, well. First off, it's incredibly realistic and incredibly immersive. But uh, at first, I wasn't very good at the game, <laughs> and it was pretty intense to run into a wall and all of a sudden your entire body feels like uh, uh, you just crashed. But then once you once you get it, it's it's one of the best feelings ever because you're completely immersed in this car, and obviously, you know, if if you crash it's not going to be horrible for you uh but you will definitely you will definitely feel that mm. right and i'm assuming the vr support is just headset uh the vr support that we uh usually do is is heads at, at these conventions uh, we do headset, and then we will also put you in a, a seat as well so that you can feel all the motion right right I figured that that was an option if someone, you know, actually has that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it costs a lot of money. Um, I think uh, I think most of the uh, seats that that we show off go for about fifty eight to sixty three thousand yep. uh, dollars with the whole <laughs> VR setup. Uh, but if you're if you're able to if you're able to ever experience it, obviously uh, you can come and and try it at at one of these different conventions that we're at. We're at almost every every single one, honestly. Um, and, and you can experience it there. And if you do have that money, I completely suggest uh, wholeheartedly going out and getting one because there's no other experience like it. I, I'm like I should say so, given the expense of it all yeah yeah right. so uh, going a, going a bit further um how do how would you say what is the hook of project cars 2 versus say your forza motorsports or your gran turismos why would someone pick this game on like the playstation or the xbox over you know those series yeah um so i don't i don't mean to ever uh, uh, badmouth any competitors, obviously. Uh, I think all the games are great, but Project Cars is definitely going to be the most realistic in case you are looking for uh, the true experience, right? When you when you jump into a, a racing simulator, you're jumping into a racing simulator not because you want to uh, just floor it and go as fast as you can. There are other games for that. But if you're jumping into a racing simulator, you're really trying to feel what it's like to be one of those racing car drivers that's going to all these formula drift racings uh, uh formula just racer races around the world um and project cars allows you to do that and on the second note uh project cars also has this live track 3.0 technology uh which if i can do a little plug here is is why a lot of people are gravitating towards it now uh so imagine that you want to take out a mclaren uh 720s but you also want to you want to take it out on let's say the sonoma raceway uh, but you also want that Sonoma Raceway to have uh, a, a, a rain condition going on. You want you want to be driving throughout the rain. You can set that condition, uh, that rain condition, to lighten up uh, throughout the second lap, and then you see you know puddles on the ground. It, it's 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 very uh, uh, real time. 
Or or you can set it where it starts raining on the second lap, it starts raining on the third lap, and the race gets harder. Uh, so you're really able to create your own ultimate driving journey with this game. Um, in addition to, to that, there's a wide selection of cars as well as uh, motorsport disciplines, as well as layouts and tracks. Uh, I think it's about 180 cars, uh, and obviously that will be supplemented with uh, DLC in the future. Um, there's also 130 different layouts of 60 different tracks, and if you the the real cool thing is that if you want to uh, mix up your your racing, you can have a rallycross uh, uh, race going on with you know tons of rallycross truck cars, and then also just throwing a truck in there um, and throwing them. McLaren and and see how you fare against that. Uh, it's really it's it's truly one of the uh, best customizable games we've ever seen. And uh, in addition to all of that, it's on all three platforms. It's on PS4, it's on uh, Xbox One, and it's on PC. So you can you can experience it however you want to. Right. I I suppose I should ask about a potential Switch version because you know that is a platform that exists, but. I, I have a hard time seeing this game um, being downported enough to reach that platform. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can't speak to a potential Switch version just because I don't have that information. Um, what I can say is that if people really, really do want a Switch version, I know the Switch is extremely popular right now, let us know on our social channels on uh, Bandai Namco, Entertainment, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Let us know everywhere, and, and we will definitely let the devs know that that's an ask. Um, and, and the devs are extremely, extremely receptive uh, to everything that's going on on social media and everything their fans say. Uh, so you can also just let them know on the Project Cars website, and, and they will definitely receive that information. Right. Um, so have you personally interacted with Slightly Mad Studios? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I interact with them a lot, actually. <laughs> it's, it's kind of uh, part, of the, part of the job. Noted, but there have been people who, you know, are kind of, uh, the, I guess the word would be separated from the development team, so to speak. Right, right, right. Because of the uh, because of the first game, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it, you know that kind of thing. Um, but you know, it, it's also it kind of differs from company to company. Like, right, like, right. Well, I can say that from my interactions with uh, Slightly Mad Studios, uh, once again, they're extremely receptive to uh, all of the different asks from the community. Um, that's definitely shown in just how Project Cars is. Uh, Project Cars 2 is such an advancement from Project Cars 1. You can tell that uh, the developers, Slightly Mad Studios, really listened to what people were saying and really listened to what people wanted to see in the game, and, and they truly delivered. Um, and in addition to that, the people at Slightly Mad Studios are, are just incredible, incredible guys. Uh, they truly, truly care about racing um, and, and cars just in general. They're all car bus, uh, and that's why there's so much heart in Project Cars 2, uh, which you can definitely, definitely tell just by playing the game. Uh, indeed. Uh, uh, there's so much to cover. Like, it's a yeah. massive... 
massive game. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> I'm having trouble, like, okay, do I want to talk about this? Do I want to talk about this? Like, um, I, I suppose, okay, exactly what ha what is new in this for, uh, Project Cars 2 um, that wasn't in Project Cars 1 or has been improved? Yeah, uh, I would say that there are a couple things. There's the amount of options. Uh, the customization is, is much more uh uh in depth and tuned uh there's a lot of different car selection track selection uh in addition to that the uh live track 3.0 is is really big for a lot of people we've seen on the on the social channels uh just being able to customize your ice track that turns really sunny at the end or or uh, uh having you know some droplets of rain uh come come in the very beginning of the track and then uh, around lap three there's just a puddle that you have to avoid uh so things like that are uh incredibly in incredibly new and and wanted i would say uh just from what i've seen from the social channels uh in addition to that there are uh the the big thing would be um the data that went into preparing this game uh, with those tire models and with how these cars are engineered. Uh, because although uh, Project Cars 1 uh, attempted to be as authentic as possible, they didn't have uh, true engineers working on the game along with them from start to finish. Uh, so that is is definitely telling. Hmm. Neat. Uh, and one thing I wanted to ask about that, does that extend to like the sound design? Um, like, are we getting like the authentic engines and like uh, and such of the uh, like the authentic sounds of each car? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. They made sure to make this as authentic as possible. Uh, even even when you hear like a a tire screech, and you can you can change the volume of of uh, uh, of all of those different sounds however you want, um, depending on what you want your race to feel like. But it, when you're just racing and you're doing, let's just say you're doing a drift race um, and you can hear those tire screechings, that is because of the specific tire models uh, and how those sounds have been implemented. Oh, it's good to hear that. And, um, uh, and, you know, going along to what's new, like, um, are there any new car manufacturers, uh, car, uh, act, like, actual models, um, raceways, that, uh, races, race types? Yeah, there's a ton. Um, and really, you just have to kind of jump in uh, and experience it for yourself. We actually have on the Project Cars 2 website, there's a, a cars page where you're able to go and, and see what group these cars are in, see if your favorite car is there. Um, and, and it's got all the different pictures. So I definitely, I definitely want to plug that because the developers have, have done a great job at, uh, uh, presenting what is in the game for everyone to see. Hmm. That is also good to hear. Like, uh, and, um, getting deeper into like the race types um this being a um like what kind of motorsports are we seeing here Formula one uh rally cross uh what have you yeah you're seeing everything from open wheels to gt rally cross touring prototypes 
and then we'll we'll be presenting more as as time goes on. Uh, there's there's just so much that you can do in this game that we just really want to get it in the hands of as many people as possible because there's no reason not to uh, feel like you are are learning how to drive on this game. If you want to learn how to drive uh, a GT racing discipline, then you can do that. And if you want a truck in that race as well, you can do that as well. Uh, so that's that's really what we're trying to do. And um, in terms of tracks, um, are they all uh, like real tracks that you can find in real life? Uh, or, or are they like, you know, tracks for the game uh, that were made or a mixture of both? Yeah, it's a. It, I have to check on that um, whether it's a mixture of both or not. Uh, but I, the majority of the tracks are all real tracks around the world um, that you can tune how however you want. Uh, there, are, I, I think I said this earlier. There are sixty tracks uh, with a hundred and thirty different layouts. Um, so you can you can go onto, you know the. Uh, Sonoma Raceway and and change it to what you want. And we also have a page on the Project Cars 2 website uh, that goes into the track design and uh, gives you all the different tracks that you can jump on. So if you're ever trying to uh, uh, get a deeper, deeper, more in-depth look at what tracks are there, you can do that on the Project Cars 2 website. Good to sound. Uh, uh, um, good to hear. Good to hear, as always. And um, is there any like um, race data? Like, um, are there any uh, motorsports that they have an entire season of in the game, and that, like it has the real races from that season? Uh, I would have to check on that. I'm not particularly versed on uh, the actual racing uh, uh, discipline history, um, but let me let me check on that, and I'll let you know for you to you to let your viewers know on the next show. Uh, for sure. Enough. Okay. Jeez. Um, uh, uh, let's see. And uh, we haven't even gotten to the esports yet. Right. Uh, I, uh, I suppose. Now is as good a time as any. As um, I saw, uh, you know, in the game, the, there is a significant focus in the online stuff for, uh, for esports. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say on the on the esports uh, on the esports subject, we haven't announced much uh, yet. We want people to really get a feel for the game first uh, and and be prepared to play with your friends, um, play with your enemies, do whatever you want. Um, but this is a competitive racing simulator, uh, is what I will say. So uh, be on the lookout on our social channels for more information on the esports and community events. I've actually been, I will say that I've been working with uh, Von Gittin Jr., uh, one of one of Ford's uh, 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 drifters, and um, we've talked about numerous uh, community events that we would like to uh, uh, prepare for the community once once people have gotten their hands on the game for about a month or month or two. Uh, so if you stay tuned to the Bandai Namco social channels, you'll get more information on that. But first, the the first thing, as as I was saying earlier, is to get your hands on the game and get comfortable with it. You know, I was listening to you guys talk in the beginning about how this isn't this isn't something that 
you can just jump into in floor, right? This isn't a, uh, you really have to be prepared to learn how to play this game. Um, and, and I do want to share one little tip for uh, everybody who's jumping into it now. Um, uh, and this is actually something that Vaughn told me. You you need to think of your uh, wheels and or your hands and your feet as being connected by a string, right? So whenever you are turning or you're you're inflicting any pressure on that wheel, um, you need to bring your foot a little bit off of off of the gas because that's just how cars work. Um, and too many people jump into this and are like, okay, I'm just gonna floor it the entire way. Well, if you do that you will crash uh and then yeah, you've you got to you can't accelerate into turns yeah easily. yeah you can't you can't do it you really have to have to learn how this car maneuvers around the racetrack and once you do that it's going to feel so so much more amazing and uh fulfilling so yeah 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 um another uh i hesitate to use the word secret but uh, i'm like um oh, give them a secret well, it's like racing. Well, in terms of racing games, they're one of the reasons why we have analog um, triggers to simulate um, pressure on right. like gas and brake. Right. And it, it's actually like one of the impediments to you know, uh, like bringing uh, games of this nature to modern day Nintendo platforms because they don't have analog triggers, and that right. really does make a difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe I'll unremap the brake and gas to the face buttons then. I put really, them, dude? I put, them there, I put them there just because I'm not comfortable having primary controls on the triggers. Yeah. I'm like, you can have them on the, on the face buttons, but yeah, I would recommend um, putting them on the triggers. Anyway, uh, uh, let's see. Um... So uh, there is a season pass for this game. Um, yes. How much can you go into detail about it uh, currently? Um, not too much has has been uh, revealed yet. Um, for the season pass, there is uh, a couple extra cars that you can get immediately uh, from the Japanese car pack. Um, as well as I have to check exactly on the offerings, um, but but we will be there. I I will say that we will be uh, unveiling some new content uh, very soon uh, with the season pass. Mm. Right. So outside of the season pass, are there going to be any um, either DLC packs or um, standalone DLC or loot boxes? Like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, there, there will definitely be DLC yeah. to go along with the game. Just as long as it's not loot boxes. <laughs> I will let I, them know. I, I'm like, I, I've seen what they've done uh, to Forza. It, it's not pretty. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. you want to you wanna pull your talons out there, Adam? <laughs> well, not, not so much talons, just, oh, jeez. Uh, like, like, but that, that, that's a topic for another time. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, back to Project Cars 2. Now, uh, w one of the things I've been hearing about, like, like the biggest issue, I suppose, is um, the game has apparently launched with a whole bunch of bugs. Okay. Um, 
and I'm wondering uh, if how much of an issue has this actually been because uh, you know how do I put this you know people can be um, very passionate online about things mm-hmm. and right right yeah we haven't actually experienced this ourselves too much but uh, yeah just like uh, have you heard about this and uh, What's up? Yeah, definitely, definitely have heard about it. Um, you know, we're we're monitoring those channels and our emails all the time. Uh, and SMS, I will say, also knows about it. Um, Slightly Mad Studios is is very diligent about addressing those issues. So, once again, stay tuned, and we'll have some information soon. Okay. And um, now, in regards to the uh, consoles. Um, how is performance on the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4? Uh-huh. Um, from where I'm sitting, I usually play on the uh, PlayStation 4. I will say, obviously, it's going to look better on the PlayStation 4 Pro. Um, uh, it, it's going to look the best on PC. Um, and, and but But PlayStation and Xbox still look absolutely beautiful. I was about to swear there to to give you get just how beautiful it looks, but I I held my tongue. I don't know how your viewers feel about swearing. Swearing's <laughs> fine. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I, will, like, I will ask. Do you know if there's been any Project Scorpio testing or Xbox One X or whatever they're calling it now? Yeah, uh, I can't speak on that. Unfortunately, uh, that that is something uh, to to definitely ask the developers. Um, and we're we're working on some things to get the developers in front of uh, more people very soon. Uh, so so stay on the lookout for that. Right. But basically, they're working on Xbox One X support. Is basically all you can say. Uh, I can say that they are definitely trying to revamp uh, and accentuate the game. Fair enough. Um, and in regards to the PlayStation 4 Pro, is that native support? Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay, so it is true 4K uh, resolution. Yes. And actually, all of our all of our videos as well. If you go onto any of our YouTube channels or anything like that, are all 4K as well. Right, but uh, you know, you can also get 4K on the PC. Um, from what I'm seeing in Wikipedia, apparently this game goes up to 12K. Like, yes, it's uh, it's incredibly visually stimulating. I, it's like I'll be honest. I didn't know 12K was a thing. It's, it's like, it is, but it requires a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> that I mean, that sixty thousand dollar chair as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, I'm like, given how expensive like 8K monitors are. Please. Mm-hmm. Like right. anyway. Um. Now, in terms of like stock PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, uh, is it? 1080p 60 frames per second yeah absolutely uh, so you're getting a good performance even if you own uh the say baseline of systems yeah it'll look it'll look beautiful on on whatever system you're putting it on well uh, that is uh it's actually 
that is actually reassuring. Um, yeah. There are a lot of games that aren't, aren't that scalable, and they look kind of crap on lower end systems. Yeah, yeah, we've been we've been playing it on the PS4 and the Xbox. It it looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose in on in terms of online multiplayer, um, do you think there might be any possibilities for crossplay? Uh, I, I can't say that there will be, um, I haven't heard any of that, uh, on, in our communications, but that's something I'll bring up for sure. Uh, I think that crossplay brings about a whole new realm of, of issues, um, including just first party relationships. Yeah. Uh, so that's why many, many, many games haven't been able to do it. Um, but that's definitely something I'll bring up. Right, I wouldn't be expecting like PlayStation Four versus Xbox One. Right, you're thinking Xbox One versus PC, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, or PlayStation Four versus Xbox or a, a PC. I've right. Seen. So, uh, you know, and that would be a nice feature to have, especially. Yeah, absolutely. Especially since this being a racing game, they're not encumbered by controls that um, other genres suffer from. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's a very good point, and I'll, I'll bring it up in our next meeting for sure. And especially because the big um, Xbox and PlayStation now have pretty good racing wheels. Because mm-hmm. they've all yeah. had fairly big first-party racing games come out. Yeah, absolutely. And indeed, in terms of um, racing wheels, um, what is supported? Uh, I can say that we've been using everything from Hori to uh, Thrustmaster to Logitech to, um, let's see, what what else is there? Um, uh, Fanatech. Um, we've been using all of those in the office, and, and all of them are supported. I haven't come across one that's not supported yet, um, so, so when I do, I'll let you guys know. And this game does take advantage of force feedback for the wheels that have it, right? Yes, absolutely. Adam, you still there? Uh oh. Might have lost him. <laughs> oh boy. Live broadcasting, everybody. <laughs> That's how it goes. Practically the catchphrase around here when something <laughs> bad happens. Yeah. What, what happened? What happened? Uh, you. Uh, we didn't there. hear you for a bit. Sorry, sorry, I was distracted by something. Mm. Like, anyway. Um, okay, if you're back, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, what is, exactly is the world of mass development? Uh, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't recall where that's coming from. Um. The world of mass development, uh, I believe, was the crowdfunding platform that Slightly Mad Studios used. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, so, so WMD are a they they actually truly funded the the first game. Uh, it's a group of a lot of really dedicated gamers and racer racing racers who love to play racing games. Excuse me, I I had something in my throat. Um, and uh, they've been extremely helpful 
in promoting this game as well uh, because they just love racing games and they've loved Project Cars since the first one. And that's where a lot of the suggestions for um, uh, Project Cars 2 have come in from. Uh, so Slightly Mad Studios uh, works very closely with uh, WMD and, and listens very closely to them because they had so much uh, uh, to do with with getting the first game out to market. Um, and if you just go on to YouTube and search WMD and Project Cars, you'll see a ton of awesome videos of uh, the WMD guys driving. Hmm. And I suppose I'm guessing that they didn't use the, the crowdfunding for the second one then? Uh, no, no, they didn't. I, ah. I'm like, uh... So does well, you that know, mean if, that if you do crowdfunding right, you don't need it as much. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. But see, it's also um, WMD was a is a different kind of crowdfunding platform than what you than your Kickstarters or your um, Indiegogos because this was actually more of an equity platform at, in that um, there was like profit sharing and some financial rewards going on here. And, you know, because, like, it was only used for, like, this game or whatever, it's not, a, you know, it's not as well known. Because when people think crowdfunding, they think Kickstarter and only Kickstarter. And that's not exactly accurate because, you know, there are other platforms out there. So designations are important. But it's good that um, everything has worked out for... Um, slightly mad studio so far yeah yeah they're very they're very happy with with how the community is receiving it and they're very receptive once again to what everybody is saying and and how people are liking the game um so you know if you if you ever do have an issue definitely send them or me an email you can reach me at uh c w e s s o n at bandai namco ent com, um and i'll i'll obviously send that over indeed and um i don't think we've talked about the soundtrack yet um uh it's actually kind of interesting because uh there is like the soundtrack's like in, in the, all the in-game menus, and when you uh, like, the, and the actual races, um, there is no music. Right. Yeah. Um, was there a particular reason for that? Because I know other games, you know, kind of, you know, they have the soundtrack in the race as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it goes back to uh, being as authentic as possible uh, with the experience. You know, if you're if you're jumping into a race and you've got the radio on, you're probably going to be a bit distracted, uh, especially with all these cars around you. So it, it also goes back to wanting us to uh, wanting to be able to present the different car sounds, engines revving, you know, tires screeching, uh, transmission going as as well as possible and as clear as possible. Um, but I think the main reason is is just authenticity. I can see that, you know, especially since, you know, it's like from the driver's point of view as opposed to like if you were in the stands. Like, exactly. Um, like if you were watching the race, you'd probably be hearing music um, versus, yeah, obviously you have all your concentration going on the 
um, race. Yeah. Well, if you were in the stands, you'd hear the music of the car's engines revving, which is the, the music to my ears, at least. Yeah. Different races have different, you know, um, priorities, let's just say. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm thinking I've, like I've NASCAR. been to them. Like yeah. NASCAR here when they do play music. Yeah, yeah, of course. Anyway, um, now, is the game out um, in all territories? Yeah, yeah, it's out. It's out everywhere. It came out on uh, September 22nd. Um uh, go go and go and grab it you can you can grab it on any retailer that's out there or you can grab it from the Bandai Namco store right obviously Amazon and GameStop all all of them have it as well um but yeah wherever wherever you want to grab it we just want you guys to have it um because it's 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 just a great game and uh I'll also do do you guys have a uh, way to to blast out a couple codes to your followers. I'll give you guys some codes as well uh, for any followers that are listening or wherever you want to place them. Uh, it's like um, we could do it in the. We have a few ways we can do it on the. You know, we can do it in the uh, Twitch chat. We also um, have a Discord for anyone watching that. We can possibly do it there because I think I can rig up Mubot to do that. We can cool. Post, yeah, we can post them on the Steam group. Um, or we can uh, throw them up on the social media. Um, cool. Yeah, it's like we, you know, we'll figure like we might we'll figure the best way out uh, after you know the interview. Sounds uh, great. Yeah. Anyway, um, I suppose moving moving forward um, past Project Cars to um, uh, another game you were involved that just launched is Gundam Versus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gundam, Gundam Versus just launched last Friday, actually. Yeah, and this is where I turned it over to Galix. Um, go, Gundam expert. Hey, Galix. Well, Gundam I feel, expert. Now I, now I feel a little <laughs> bit singled out. Unfortunately, yeah. I've never had many of the systems to play these games on, but I am a big fan of the Gundam series in general. So uh, this, is, this is a new entry in a... Pretty. Uh, there, there've been a Gundam versus different things for a long time, uh, and this is just the latest one. And it's just Gundam versus, and it's opened the door open to as much stuff as possible. Uh, I'm sorry. Re repeat your question real quick. Sorry. I'm sorry. I, I I'm also. Lose. I'm also grabbing a couple codes for you guys. Okay, now I'm ready. <laughs> so there's been kind of a Gundam versus series. Yeah. Uh, and then this is. This one is just Gundam versus, and it's trying to be trying to include stuff from all over the Gundam. Oh, got it, got universe. it. Um, yeah, let me. So I'll talk a little bit about Gundam Gundam versus as a whole. Uh, first, this is the fifteenth year anniversary of uh, Gundam versus. Gundam versus is a huge, huge arcade game uh, out in Japan. Uh, that has been going on for again 15 years. Um, one of my one of my friends has actually said that she'll be in Japan and you know checking out the arcade and go up with her quarter to play Gundam Versus, and then she looks behind her and sees all these men in suits that are waiting their turn to play Gundam Versus right after work. So it's it's got a big big following um, uh, in Japan, and it and it actually has a huge following out here, which. 
we we didn't really truly uh, know about until until we saw just the reception with Gundam Versus. Now this game is uh, one of the uh, first to be uh, introduced to the West at the same time as Japan, and uh, it's being built up. Uh, from the ground up for the PS4 system. Um, so it's we're really excited to get it in the hands of, again, as many consumers as possible, but specifically Western consumers who uh, may not have had all of the luck to play the the other ones. A lot of the Gundam Versus uh, series has been ported over from Japan, or uh, there are numerous people out here that have gotten the Japanese versions uh, out here and then modded their PS4 in order to play it, and mm -hmm. they're translating you know different menus online in order to find out how to even start a battle. So for for these fans in this community to have a game uh, like Gundam Versus that is just built for them to play uh, with a robust online system and and uh, a decent amount of single player content where you can learn the game in order to take it online uh, we're really we're really excited to have that I will say that Gundam Versus is a competitive game uh, it has always been known as a two verse two uh, online multiplayer game or arcade game um so with that there's there's not as much story content as maybe there there has been in the past for some of these gundam games uh but that's because we give you 94 different mobile suits to start with yeah. and we want you to jump online and fight as many people as possible fight your friends fight your rivals do whatever you want um, yeah. so yeah it's, it's exciting yeah, I have a lot of friends who do have PlayStations who are very excited to be able to get this without going through jumping through any hoops and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, for those who aren't as sure. familiar about it, this is it's uh two you said two versus two, and this is uh three D sort of arena style. I mean, insofar as there can be an arena for, you know, what, twenty meter robots. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Combat. And uh this is one of the interesting things that I found about it is that uh they don't try to make everything equal because that would be dumb when you have Gundams and Zakus and some even more powerful than just the basic Gundams. Uh, but they make it so that basically you effectively get more respawns uh, if you're using a weaker unit. Right. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll touch on a couple things there. The first uh, is that, like I said, it's a two-versus-two online fighting game, uh, but in this game we've also introduced uh, one-versus-one, one, as well as three-versus-three, three, which is kind of a party mode that you can play with all of your friends. Um, so it, it just it makes the game a lot more diverse and chaotic and versatile, um, yeah. but it's, it's, a ton of, it's a ton of different fun. Uh, ton ton of fun um but with the uh different mobile suits right there 94 to start with uh, i think that we've introduced about i want to say seven or eight dlc uh mobile suits as well and every mobile suit has a specific move set right so you can mm -hmm. pull off uh, all the all the combinations to pull off these moves are the same uh, with how the controller is set up, but each mobile suit has a different move set that's assigned to that button combination. Um, and with that, that changes up how the 
tiers of the mobile suit are determined. Um, so you've got a mobile, you've got mobile suits ranging from 500 to 200 cost, and based off of uh, uh, how much your mobile suit costs, that determines how many times you can die with your partner. Um, so it's a huge, huge strategic play as well. Uh, so when you've got somebody that's going out in a 500 cost mobile suit, you might want to uh, play the support role instead and grab a 300 cost mobile suit or something like that so that your partner, the 500 cost mobile suit, is able to do the most damage while you're supporting them from behind, making sure that they don't get hit, etc. Um, but there's also players that go out with 500 and 500 cost mobile suits and just try to tear the place up and it all depends on how you want to play or how uh you're you're synced with your partner um and then with that there's a ton of different strategic advantages from you know if you're using 300 and 200 cost mobile suits you're able to uh uh dash around and and really sustain the battle as long as possible, tiring your opponents out, maybe switching uh, targets as many times as possible in order to confuse your opponent. Um, while you know, there's there's just a ton of different ways that you can play, um, and we actually have been once again uh, promoting this game on all of our different social channels, but on YouTube especially, we have. Uh, character trailers that have been going out where you can learn about the different movesets that these mobile suits have from all these different series. There are actually about 17 different series represented uh, in Gundam Versus. Um, and, and with that, we've been also presenting different tutorial videos because we know that people who pick up this game want to learn about all the intricacies of Gundam Versus that's been going on for 15 years. So there's a ton of different stuff that you can find from the community and we'll be echoing that on the Bandai Namco channels just so that we can get more people to play this game and love this game as we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just it's it's I feel like that's a clever way of balancing things in a in a series that is sort of inherently based on asymmetrical battles. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, you can you can watch Gundam and you'll see uh, uh, battles that are incredibly asymmetrical, right? When when anybody's going up against the big Zam, it's it's terrifying. That dude is huge. <laughs> but uh, you're you're truly able to recreate those battles or make your own. It's it's kind of like a creating your own adventure in this game. I wish I had more specific things to ask about it, but I just I'm I'm really glad that it's coming out here, and hopefully I'll get some chance to play it at a friend's house or something. Or yeah, maybe I'll actually finally pick up a PS4 at some point. Maybe but. maybe it's time for you to pick up a PS4. Tell you what, if you pick up a PS4, I will send you a code for Gundam Versus. It's like yeah, well, I was played nice the open beta a little bit, and I thought it was interesting. It's just I don't have like anybody to play with, nor PS Plus, so it's like ah. Right, right, right. Definitely need uh, PS Plus to to play the online component. Yeah. But there is a solid amount of uh, single player content. Yeah. Uh, we've seen on you know from from a bunch of different uh, people within the community uh, talking about how there's not that much single player content. But I would I would go so far as to say that that's not all that correct. It's really that there's not that much story mode content. Yeah. Uh, 
And like, they're not going to show you, hey, why are all these mobile suits together? It's like, shut up and go exactly. kill things. Exactly. You're not going to jump into Gundam Seed and, and learn the tale of Atherin, right? You're going to jump into uh, uh, some mobile suit, the Yakushiki, and battle against whoever it is that you really want to. If you go into the free battle mode, you can pick and you can practice. Or you can jump into uh, the other two modes, which are trial battle and ultimate battle, and you either face waves of enemies or you're uh, basically doing one long run through uh, different stages that vary in difficulty. And the the difficult ones are extremely hard, I will tell you that. So when you you jump in and say that there's there's no single-player content, I'm going to say, okay, show me that you've completed... Uh, all of the different trial battles, and, and then we can talk. Yeah, I'm waiting for um, my favorite series, G Gundam, to have some suits put in there. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's my favorite too. So, uh, but everything would be 500 points except for the Nether Gundam. To be fair, God Gundam is kind of broken. Have you played Dynasty Warriors Gundam, friend? Well, there's the, yeah, there's also the question of like how many moves would it even be able to have on the like. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like it develops like six different moves in the second half of the series that are used. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it just it it looks like um, there are obviously some things that aren't included, but just skimming through the list, there's not a whole lot that jumps out that isn't included, which is really nice for a uh, such a uh, intellectually intellectual property rich franchise you know there's right, like right there's a there's a ton of stuff and most of the stuff that you'd be looking for i think is there unless you're like that's someone's like the super the fan of some really obscure thing yeah yeah which actually definitely. looking at the list i see that there is in fact no zancock but i'm not shocked at that <laughs> <laughs> well i definitely definitely want you guys to to pick it up and you know let us know what you guys think uh we're we're really excited about this one. I I personally am a huge huge Gundam fan, uh, so to be able to work on it was was a dream come true. And and to see uh, the 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 wealth of the community that's here in America or here in the West of these players that have been translating these menus just to play this game and just to learn uh, the different strategies and tactics uh, and different movesets, right? It's it's almost like a, a, a there, there's just so much that's that's hidden in uh, the battle engine of this game uh, that's, that's just really incredible. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Unfortunately, I'm going to have to wind things down at this point because uh, we are nearly out of time. Like, um, it's actually about 10.30. And, oh, oh yeah, wow. that's, that's yeah. not going to leave much time for the topic. I mean, partially, it's because we started late. But also, yeah. uh, there's always a lot to talk about when we're talking with Bandai Namco. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> we love we love talking to you guys. I know I know Steven's been on a couple times and Dimitri. Uh, and we just we just love talking about video games. Indeed. And on that note, I am pleased to say that um, we will have Cyrus back on the program soon. Um, currently, it's looking at November 8th. Yeah. And uh, on that episode, we're going to be talking about Dot Hack GU Last Recode. Oh, and boy. Fun stuff. <laughs> I hope yeah. you guys are Dot Hack fans. <laughs> I am. 
All so right. We're going to see if we're, uh, we uh, we can get knock onto the program because uh, he's an occasional correspondent who happens to be a very big Dot Hack fan. Yeah. In fact, awesome. he's done a series of Let's Plays that you can uh, find on YouTube. I don't know if the full of GU is up because of Victor Entertainment, but. I, uh, he was having some problems with that, but I think it's mostly intact. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, I think he is planning to do Last Recode at some point. But, He's he said know. on stream he wants to do it, but he just needs to burn through um, the first right. four, or first three. At any, at any rate, if there's ever an episode where he he would be needed, th that would be the episode. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, so yeah, no topic of discussion this week. Um, we're probably going to save what we had this week for two weeks from now because um, we uh, we have another topic planned for next week. And, um, a time-based one. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. It, it's because we're, we're talking about Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga next week because the remake is coming out on Friday. And um, very quickly, let me get through the week ahead. Um, on Sunday, uh, we will be doing reviews on Trulon, Trulon the Shadow Engine, I believe that's how that's pronounced. Like... Um, that is a card-based RPG from our friends over at Head Up Games. And yes, we will be reviewing um, Project Cars 2 as well. Um, we'll probably be giving out some codes during that review. Um, mm. we'll, you know, we'll figure out the best way we want to do that. You know, it's like, um... Let's see, and next week there is no, um, Tuesday episode... Like, and um, on our main Wednesday show next week, we will be having our old friend John Pickett from Manga Gamer. Um, you know, I, I, I should hope all of our audience, all of our regulars know who he is at this point, considering what, you know, it's in the double digits now. Yeah. You know, it's like, so um, we're going to be back to regular formats. We, you know, we got through the mega announcement set last time so um this time we're, the centerpiece is going to be a game called a visual novel called space live advent of the net idols um it's like i haven't had a chance to delve into this we, uh, i believe we got the codes yesterday like plus mm -hmm. you know usually like dive into that next week uh -huh. so um and um finally uh MSP. Um, what's going uh, on MSP? No guests this week, and Ada and Mac hasn't called it off. But next week we do have a guest. All right. So on that note, um, I wish you good gaming, and we'll see you for Moonhawk Studios presents. All right. Thanks for having me. No problem. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.